welcome to Building a Modern Employee Brand podcast. This is uh, episode 37, and if you're new to this podcast, uh, this podcast is for aspiring talent marketing professionals who want to learn how to get your ideal talent audiences to pay attention and to start considering your company as a potential place of work. My name is Susanna Rantanen, and I'm your host. Uh, I'm a small small business owner operating from Helsinki, Finland, and our family business employee experience agency, Emine, was recognized as one of the top 10 employee branding agencies in Europe at the start of this year. I teach in this podcast and on the web pages, both of our Finnish website, eminent.fi, as well as the English site, modernemployerbrand.com, are based on a modern employer branding method, the eminent employer branding method that I developed for fast-growing companies valuing talent and struggling to win in the, for, in the war for talent. And in this episode of Building a Modern Employer Brand Podcast, I continue with the last week's topic about exploring social media for talent marketing purposes. So let's look at social media as a platform uh, to support your hiring. So basically, obviously, you can use social media in the context of recruitment to support what I would call an independent recruitment process, like a single recruitment process, as well as then the overall hiring success of your business. The difference between uh, these two is that when I refer to independent recruitment processes, I mean like a single recruitment process, like when you open a recruitment for, let's say, a sales manager and the deadline for applications is within like two weeks or three weeks, uh, then how can you use social media to spread the message about that open vacancy of a sales manager and how to exploit social media to help the actual recruiter, the talent acquisition, to get applications to that uh, recruitment process. And we can also use social media uh, for what I call recruitment process-related communication during the actual selection process up until the first weeks or even the first months of the new employment. So there's some a lot of opportunities how to explore social media as a platform to support your independent recruitment processes or standalone recruitment processes. And when I refer to overall hiring success, I mean how you can use social media uh, to build a relevant audience of active or soon-to-be active job seekers to support equally the success of all of the hiring that is being done in your company, let's say, for example, over the course of one year. Now, this is different from employer branding and especially the modern employer branding-based activities, uh, you know, within my method, uh, because... um, 
modern employer branding. When I talk about modern employer branding, employer branding in general, when I talk about employer branding, I mean marketing, communications, promotional, advertising activities that we do, that we target to passive job seekers. So when I talk about how to use social media to help overall hiring success, I talk about how we what we can do to uh, target the active job seekers or those job seekers that are going to be very soon active. So the difference is not necessarily in the tactics or in the social media that you use. It's going to be in your target audience profile, the status of their activity or passivity when it comes to uh, you know, seeking for a new job or sending applications, as well as the actual messages that you would send through social media. So I know this can seem a bit confusing if you only now heard about me and heard about my content and my views and my method, but I promise you it will get more clear because Instead of looking at all of this as like a one big mass of challenges to overcome and and one big mass of tasks to accomplish, I purposefully split the entire talent marketing scenery into kind of more manageable uh, bites to eat. Uh, So this is important because it's literally nearly impossible to do marketing and communications that actually deliver results if you try to, you know, attempt that work with a message that kind of fits all, meets everyone, and yet would still be clear. So in marketing, there is a saying that if you try to speak to everybody, you're not going to say anything relevant to anyone. And uh, if you're used to listening to me, you know, you probably think that I sound like a broken record, but everything always begins with goals and objectives. And so that's what I'm going to pinpoint here as well. So you can only ever make right decisions about how you use social media to support hiring once you know what you need to achieve and accomplish. And I think that the single most like a typical mistake is to just get started without any consideration to what the ideal success will look like. And in this podcast and from me as your source, you will only ever get tips and recommendations and uh, best practices that support very result-oriented work. So you and your business must know that that you need to clarify to yourself what it is that you need to achieve. What are the ideal results for the contribution uh, your boss, your employer is willing to pay for? So you need to be clear with those. Because it really pains me to see how many uh, HR people do totally random acts of marketing uh, on social media especially, without any consideration to what an ideal outcome is, what are we trying to achieve, how do we recognize even when, you know, the the success arrives. So this um, kind of use of your time, your employer's time, hardly ever leads to anything value-add to the business or for your career. 
And if that's not something that bothers you, consider this. How uh, professional will you appear to your boss if you do a lot, but you get very little done? So I want to encourage you, if you're new to this podcast, if you're new to my, you know, thinking, my content, my method, I want to encourage you to consider how your decisions that you take on a daily basis in talent marketing, how does your decisions impact you, your career, the opportunities that you will be offered as a talent and as a professional? How will those decisions that you take impact the career path that you could have or you want to have or the appreciation and the meaning of your daily input to the organization, to your colleagues, to the business. So everything starts always with the decision of what the success is that we go for, that we want to achieve. And uh, success means clarity over the goals and objectives, the desired outcome of the input of your work. So trust me, it's much easier to plan your activities on social media to support recruitment, to support hiring, if you know what you need to change from what it is now to what it will be, what is the desired outcome. When you use social media for recruitment or for you know supporting overall hiring, we uh, are talking about... Uh, uh, in this podcast, marketing and communications. So even though you can very well use social media for headhunting, for, uh, you know, direct search of potential candidates that you can contact, uh, you can uh, get to know, you can invite into your hiring process. I'm not going to talk to you in this podcast about that because this is talent marketing podcast. So there's the difference. So let's start by how to make sense of what your goals and objectives are in hiring. So I've already covered that topic uh, in this podcast. It was episode 29, and there is also a separate blog post covering this topic. So it's easiest probably for you to find uh, that episode and uh, blog, if you just go to your browser and you type in modernemporybrand.com slash podcast29, because then that's how you find the blog post. And in that blog post, you also find the listening links. However, if you are now on SoundCloud or Spotify or iTunes or Stitcher Radio, just uh, scroll back down to episode 29 and you can listen to that. I urge you to listen to it. It pains me how you HR people are really interested in goals and objectives and strategic work. So go there and do that after this. Because for you to be able to plan and for you to be able to decide the best ways to use social media for your company's hiring success is 100% down to understanding what goals and objectives must drive your decisions and your actions on social media. So when we use social media to, you know, to support recruitment, then we're talking about 
building awareness of that hiring need and the process and the, you know, expected qualifications and the profile that we're looking for. And, you know, when we're going to proceed with the process, uh, you know, when they're still, how is, what is the selection process like and how you're going to, you know, uh, how fast are you going to know and how we're going to help you to succeed in this recruitment and so on. So you could, do just like ad hoc and random acts of recruitment marketing but if you want to be seen as a professional in talent marketing you simply can't you cannot do ad hoc you cannot do that anymore you must stop doing ad hoc you must stop doing random acts of recruitment marketing if you want to be a professional in talent marketing if you don't might as well stop listening to me right now because you know Nothing that I will speak to you will be relevant to you. So uh, that's it. So uh, social media marketing for hiring and for recruitment success boils down to three core things and a one bonus thing. So three core things. Uh, Thing number one is growing awareness. How do you use social media? How do you do social media marketing uh, in order to grow awareness of your current or the very near future hiring needs, as well as the ongoing recruitment processes. And the objective is to get applications from the ideal uh, applicants. How do you grow awareness of what makes an ideal candidate for your business in order to improve the quality of your applicants? And how do you use marketing and communications to improve candidate experiences and hopefully as a result of great candidate experiences, you get them to speak highly of you on social media or to their networks outside social media. And the number four is more about employee branding, but I'm going to add it here in case your business is not investing in employer branding, because in this case, or in that case, this uh, bonus, this number four, is important to be covered in your recruitment marketing activities, because this is the activity that closes the loop. Closing the loop, I mean that uh, when you start growing awareness of your you know, upcoming or this current recruitment process in order to get applications. The about the closing to loop attempts to gain new audiences to your future recruitment processes from the friends and the followers of those people that you actually end up hiring. So if you think of this as a journey, as the candidate journey that I've spoken about many, many times, you know, you start building awareness that we have this process, we have this recruitment process that is open now, we're looking for this and this kind of uh, person or this and these kind of skills and qualifications and competences and the job will be this and this is how we're going to, you know, make your life better and uh, uh, this is why you should definitely apply for our job and not, you know, the next one, the company or the neighbor, neighboring company's job. So that's the growing awareness part. And then you can do additional social media marketing and communications in order to grow affinity and engage and commit those applicants to your process. 
So that's all about like helping and advising and, 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 you know, building, exceeding their expectations in terms of candidate experiences uh, in order to get them to convert into your candidates, into your process, for, for them to commit to your hiring process, not leave that process because another company's process was more interesting, interesting to them. So once they go into the selection process, you want to continue this uh, marketing and communication and social media because you want to build awareness, you know, of the how this story continues. And then at the end, when you've chosen the person, you've signed the employment contract, and it's okay for the new hire also to to you know to communicate that you know who got the job. Then this one is about closing the loop. How you're going to use social media in order to. Um, you know, get the attention of these new persons, uh, the new employees' audiences. So this is about closing the loop. Uh, it's about two weeks after a person starts in a new job that their, you know, friends and, and families are proactively asking about the new job. So you have about two weeks as the time frame that you should really push out content messages, use social media in order to get them to share it or get them to create it about this new job, about the first days in the new job, about you know starting in a new role in your business, in your company, in order to win their audiences and sort of connect their audiences with the uh, employee brand and recruitment audiences that you have already. So unless you do employee branding as a separate activity, in which case I would connect this kind of activities with employer branding, if you do not do employee branding, then this task should be the one that closes the loop for your recruitment marketing, uh, for your recruitment process-related communication in order to uh, sort of finish the story. Take the story end from the day that we started to look for the person and then who was it. So that's called new hire marketing. So three plus one things how your social media marketing for hiring and recruitment success boils down to growing awareness about the recruitment process in order to get applications, growing awareness of what makes an ideal candidate for your business and why, in order to improve the quality of your applicants, uh, marketing and communications used to improve and exceed the expectations of your candidates in terms of candidate experiences, and the fourth one, the new hire marketing, in order to close the loop, finish the story, and expand your existing audience with the friends and the followers of your new hire. So when you have this kind of clarity over what needs to take place, how you're going to use marketing and communication on social media, uh, it helps you to plan those activities better, be more consistent with what you're going to do, where you're going to do it, where you're going to say, what kind of content you're going to use. And this helps you to plan content that you can use in more than one occasion. So more like an evergreen type of content. So when you have this kind of clarity, this 
you're in a better place to plan your marketing and communication activities on social media to help your business to succeed in hiring. Posting anything that comes to your mind is not helpful for your business. In fact, it can be quite the contrary. It can be confusing. It can grow the unclarity of uh, what you're talking about and even pushing your audiences away to other employers. That's right. It's surprisingly easy to turn your audience attention away from you. Get them to stop following your business, your posts, and start following a competing business as a result of posting completely ad hoc random stuff on your social media profiles. Now, you do not want to do that if you want to be a talent marketing professional. So using social media for recruitment marketing uh, is done when you have an open vacancy and the desire is to get as many good applicants to this uh, selection process by the end of the application period. That is the job of recruitment marketing. The job of recruitment marketing is not to select anybody. That is the job of talent acquisition. So there's a difference. Very often... You know, it's the one and same person who is doing this, but you got to be able to understand the difference between recruitment marketing, because if you're going to be the one who decides on goals and objectives and you get these two mixed, you get your recruitment marketing goals and objectives wrong. The key content in recruitment marketing is, of course, the job post. The job post has been in that pretty same format uh, for you know decades, uh, I have created many years ago what I call a highly effective job posts, a highly effective job post, not posts, and uh, it's a little bit different kind of job post. But nevertheless, it has to you know the stuff that you write on the job post. It follows a pattern, and you gotta be uh, you gotta follow this pattern because people are expecting you to tell them specific things and if you confuse them by going completely off the board of the board you know they don't know what to do but it's a matter of you know doing it in the best possible way in a very you know in in a way that impacts the thinking and that they understand they get the clarity whether this job is for them or not so job hosts are reason based on you know what the hiring need is the ideal profile of the person that the company wants to hire for this role and what the company sees as their key selling points to this particular talent audience. And then you also have to write the job post so that it meets the expectations of how this particular target person wants to read your message. Most job posts are, in my opinion, extremely poorly written and uh, they do a little in clarifying the actual hiring need and why any talent should put their pen down and consider this opportunity and this company, your opportunity and your company as their next, next workplace. So there is a lot to improve there, but that's a whole nother episode. So I'll come back that, to that another time. But that's what you do when you work 
in recruitment marketing. Your job is to clarify that message in such a way that the person that will be able to solve the uh, what I call the problems of this job, uh, the vacancy, you know, what are there to be uh, the goals and to deliver the goals and the objectives in that particular job. Your job as a recruitment marketing or recruitment marketer is to write a job post that makes it very clear who's the ideal person. They can they can recognize themselves in the text and they know exactly, you know, what's on the table for them and why they should uh, apply to your job. And the better words you have on that job post, the better the message is, and you also gain better words for your social media marketing messages. So sometimes it happens that we have customers who've written their own job posts, and I also tell them quite honestly and openly and straightforward if I don't like their job posts. And most of the job posts that are written by most companies uh, are poorly written. So if you have a really poorly written job post, it's impossible to create a great social media marketing message out of it. So, you know, that job post, what's in it, it's super important. And you've got to get that job right. So as a talent marketing professional and, you know, having myself written probably a couple of thousand of job posts, maybe that's overrated. Let's say a thousand. Uh, Job posts and recruitment marketing campaigns during my, you know, 20-year career. Uh, A great job post requires a lot of probing skills from the person who writes it. So to pin down a great job post requires the writer to be the investigator of the hiring need. You need to ask the right questions. You need to help the hiring manager to really make sense of what the hiring need truly is. My experience, uh, and I've worked with a lot of hiring managers over my time, my experience is that 95% of hiring managers are not putting even a two seconds into thinking and making sure that they know what the hiring need really is. So there's a lot of responsibility on your part if you're the one who's writing the job posts. And it's impossible to write a really good job post without a clear understanding of what exactly is the hiring need. But you need to be the investigator. You need to be. You need to know how to probe. You need to be able to spar the hiring manager in. You know what it is that they need. And once you have a very informative job post, you have most of the key content that you need to ace your recruitment marketing posts on social media. So everything starts with a great job post, informative job post. For recruitment marketing on social media, you will additionally need a few photos or other types of graphic images or videos that stop the ideal person on social media, that catches their attention and calls them to check out this social media post, your message. You also need short-form copy texts for the posts that you're going to write and publish, and you need a link or an email address, or an inbox, inbox, or a phone number where you want to lead these people, the recipients of your messages on social media, for the next step. This is marketing, 
marketing has the pur- has a purpose, and that purpose in recruitment marketing is to win the attention of the ideal applicants, ideal prospects for this job, uh, and get them to proceed to learn more about the vacancy, about your business, about the job, about the team that you work that that they would work with, and so on, and then leave their application in the form of your desire to wherever you want it to be left. Many people think that recruitment marketing is only about getting an application. But if you compare recruitment marketing to sales, if the customer has never heard about your company, there is a lot of competition for the product or the service that you're offering. In this in this case, your product is, is that uh, job or a career in your company. If there's a lot of competition, they've never heard about you, they don't really know about you, this is a huge decision. It's a huge decision to change jobs. They're not going to buy without being able to trust that your product is good. So uh, the most common mistake in recruitment marketing, you know, apart from having a super poor, poorly written job post, is that you think that you only market to get applications. No, that is not what you do. If you would be doing consistent regular employer branding, then your recruitment marketing could be just to get applications. But if you're not doing consistent employer branding, nobody knows that you exist or they might have heard your name, but they have different um, you know, different images about you that is not the truth. They think differently about you or they just find you not very interesting. There's a lot of competition. A more appealing employers are hiring for a similar role at the same time as you are they are not going to just go ahead and leave an application unless they trust that it's worth their time. So, you know, proper recruitment marketing needs to include those phases of growing awareness. You need your marketing messages not to just call out to leave an application, but to also learn. You need to educate them more about your offer, your key selling points, why this would be the right decision for them before you ask them to give you give them your money, so to speak. So successful recruitment marketing overall means that the talent acquisition, who's actually doing the selection process, the interview process and so on, that at the end result of successful recruitment marketing, they get enough quality leads for that selection process. So it means that the talent acquisition uh, is able to proceed swiftly with the applicants in order not to lose any good applicant during the process and, you know, finish this process by, you know, getting somebody to sign an employment contract within an ideal time frame. So there's a lot of, you know, boundaries in this process. Talent acquisition could achieve the same goal, get an ideal talent to sign the employment contract within an ideal time frame without the help of recruitment marketing. Then they just would use other tactics to achieve it and it would probably cost them more unless your business has a super appealing, attractive employer brand already so that you don't actually need to use any recruitment marketing whatsoever because you get you know quality leads all the time. So it's important to understand the difference between successful recruitment marketing and a successful recruitment process. What can you do on social media for the purpose of 
getting quality leads to the selection process by using marketing and communication. So the next question is, what can you do? So I'm going to answer that next question. So you can do so much. And that's why it's uh, important to know that uh, what is considered as a successful outcome of your recruitment marketing activities, you need to know what is considered, I'm going to repeat this, what is considered as a successful outcome of your recruitment marketing activities. So I talked to you about goals and objectives. It's important for you to know what is a successful outcome. So you need to know what is the objectives or the objectives that your activities need to achieve. These need to be as measurable as possible. So for example, a minimum number of applications received to the process as a result of this recruitment marketing campaign. Not the total number of applications if there's, for example, if you pay your employees to bring in recruitment leads or if you already have a talent pool that you're going to use. So you need to be able to quantify, you know, the recruitment marketing costs against the received applications from this work. So you need to separate them. Uh, the minimum portion of those applicants that actually qualify for the next phase in the selection process. This is like uh, that are selected to the first interview or if you're doing any sorts of like uh, tests or any other type of activity where your talent acquisition wants to learn more about the chosen applicants in order to proceed again for the next uh, step. And the time frame available for the social media marketing activities, uh, as it, and usually that is the deadline for the applications. So for you to help your talent acquisition to get quality, quality applicants uh, through the means of recruitment marketing, you need to have a measurable objective or measurable objectives uh, that guide you in your decision-making of what you're doing on social media. Then you need to know who is the target audience, as in who are those people that these messages need to reach. And the more knowledge that you have about the ideal target audience for this specific recruitment process, the better place you will be in choosing the optimal social media to reach them as well as the words and the messages and, for example, the images that are needed to win their attention and get them interested in learning more and eventually also applying for the job. So social media is about communicating, marketing, engaging with other social media users. So in recruitment marketing, you will only ever reach those talents that are actively looking for a new job, looking for new career opportunities at the same time that you are actually marketing this vacancy. So no matter how often and how much people would think that you could reach passive job seekers with recruitment messages, you don't. It's simply due to the fact that those messages are not relevant. They just don't have a touch point with a passive job seeker. So that's why you might as well focus on the interests of active job seekers 
ideal to this vacancy and forget about the passive job seekers. Employer branding is how you reach the passive job seekers. That's a whole different kind of ball game from recruitment marketing. So you should communicate about the role, what success looks like in this role, what are the uh, sort of the motivating challenges or the you know the struggles or the 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 problems that the uh, talent gets to solve in this work or if there's none you know then you need to communicate that if you know if it's just like uh, delivering something or smooth sailing on something uh, you need to be able to pinpoint measurable outcomes desired outcomes of their daily work. You need to be able to communicate about the stakeholders, the immediate colleagues this person will be mostly in contact with in this role about the nearest manager. Their personal leadership style is very important. What are their expectations? What is their promise as a nearest manager to this individual? Active job seekers are also interested about the, you know, public plans of the business in relation to this job, whatever decisions or plans the company has that are going to affect, impact this particular job, or the career path, the most likely career opportunities, what could be the next steps from this role, what is the actual culture in this team and in a wider context of the company. Uh, they're curious about employee stories, lever stories, most recent career development stories of people who started in the same role or similar role. Where did the team members come from? What was their you know, career path of this team like? Uh, what they know, what are their strengths and weaknesses, who they are like as people, the customer promise relevant to this role. How can a person in this work, in this work, in this job, see their input in the bigger whole? What are the typical tools used in this role? Can you decide what tools you're going to use or not? What are the working hours, the practical information about working in this company from remote work to how work is organized to building internal relationships about colleagues as people to understand if, if I can relate with them? If we have any similar interests or commonalities, so that I can understand as a prospective applicant whether I would see myself belonging in this team. Also, if you have any unique benefits that add value for this package, you should also talk about those. So these are the kind of stuff that are relevant and interesting to a active job seeker. So there's a lot of, you know, content ideas that you could uh, create and use in, in your recruitment marketing. And when you communicate, you inform, you educate your audiences about the job and the areas and the elements influencing this person's ability to succeed in the recruitment process and in this job and, you know, to build a career in your company. So you could leave this just to communicating, meaning that you would simply use social media to share this information, like, bada bing, post it, I'm gone, bye-bye, closing the window. Or you could, as a business, as a marketeer, to spend, spend some time on social media, engage with your audience, find 
you know, start following as a business account, ideal talents to learn more about them and, you know, get your company name in front of their eyeballs. And you could also ask if your colleagues, if the employees in your company, in this team would be willing to advocate this job and the, you know, the, the informational educational content that you've created in their social media. So we usually use advertising options of social media to expand and reach the uh, audience, you know, large audiences for our messages. When we talk about advertising for recruitment, we're usually talking about advertising that job post that with the intent of getting applications. Uh, but you can advertise also this other kind of content. The main social media, when I say main, I talk about Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, they have little bit different options for advertising, but in general, you can either boost a published social media post or you can create an advertising campaign for the job post uh, on your website or any other content on your website, such as, you know, videos or blog posts or, you know, whatever content you have on your career site. Both of these options require credit card and a budget to be spent on, you know, a campaign. Uh, and the amount that you should spend depends on how many people you want to reach, how much competition there is for this audience at the same time that you would be advertising and for how long you want this campaign to be. Advertising campaigns on Facebook and Instagram should always be longer than two weeks because all ads go into what is called a learning phase. Uh, and uh, you're not going to get the optimum results for your budget if your campaign is shorter. If it never, if the campaign stops before the learning phase is over. Also, when you talk about recruitment marketing on social media, your choice of social media dictates a lot of the type of content that your recruitment marketing efforts will require. So obviously, if you use YouTube, you need YouTube styled video content if if you if you use linkedin you need at minimum your job post published on linkedin as a job post and you need a photo or some kind of an image to to market it there if you use instagram you need instagram style photos or 15 second videos or stories or 15 to 20 uh, 15 second to 60 minute videos for igtv or 50 second reels video content and you need captions and you need to think where you want to direct your audience. And if you use Twitter, you need very catchy, very short form copy text images and a link to drive traffic to unless you boost a Twitter post. So when you think about recommend marketing, you have so many more options than just uh, posting and sharing and advertising a job post. But you need to know what your goals and objectives for your recruitment marketing are so that you know uh, what kind of activities you should do. And you need to know who is the target audience that you're trying to reach with these messages, with this content, to know which social media is probably the best uh, social media for this purpose in order for you to deliver the goals and the objectives. So you can do a whole lot but I want to emphasize that when you want to use social media for recruitment marketing purposes, be it for an 
just single recruitment marketing campaigns or like the overall hiring of your company, your audience is already actively looking for a job or new career opportunities. They're not passive candidates. So you need to you know, have that relief in yourself that you don't have to think about what to say to passive job candidates. Just focus your messages on offering active job seekers solutions to their career problem, the pursuit of a new job in your company. Listen, I could talk like until the end of this world about how to use social media for recruitment, but uh, why don't you go to the blog? You can find the uh, show notes episode of theme article for this episode at modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast 37 slash podcast 37. And in that blog post, you're going to have a summary of what I talked about in this episode and some other additional content for this particular topic, how to use social media for recruitment marketing purposes. Uh, And next week, come back to building a modern employer brand podcast because I'm going to continue with the social media topic. Until next week, it's going to be moi moi from me.